today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. So let's let's try to put some context into this. Joining us uh, on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this is David Vidset, who is a terrorism expert, formerly of Scotland Yard, of course, uh, turned author now. Of course, the Theseus Paradox, a great read for us. But I want to bring David in to talk about his uh, his expertise in investigating these uh, incidents. David, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us here today. I'm good to be back, Phil. How are you? Good. I know that you've uh, been looking into this. What 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 have you found out? Oh, uh, the, the information is very sketchy. It's, it's very strange um, for the uh, police to withhold so much information, um, especially when there's so much speculation on social media. I mean, I've fallen into a trap myself this morning um, by suggesting some things that um, have now turned out to be incorrect. Um, it, it's very, very difficult to say. Um, I, it was suggested um, that it was a, a Shiite mosque, um, and this may be a, a, a Sunni uh, sectarian attack, but, um, but I, I've got lots of people now telling me that the mosque website um, identifies it as, as Sunni, and, uh, and, and that actually isn't the case. So I think until we, until we find out who these people are and what their motivations are, everything else is pretty much speculation, and it's a terrible attack. Um, it doesn't matter how you look at it or what the motives are. Um, I, think, uh, I think Quebec has a very, very low client crime rate, and I think there's only two murders there in 2015. It sounds about right. There's been some speculation again on social media, and some people wondering why the police are are, are not releasing any information on this. Could it possibly be David because of the the attack that occurred in a few weeks ago in France, where uh, the story was that one of the suspects was arrested some blocks away, and they thought that was the driver of the truck. And it turned out that the, he wasn't, and the, the guy was released later on. Uh, are, are they exactly. do they want to confirm yeah. that before they move forward? Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it, it's very, it's very easy, especially when there's a, um, a, a complicated situation in front of you, and the police turn up, and you, you've got lots of people running around, lots of emotions. It, it's actually very easy to to lay hands on the wrong people and, and bring the wrong people in, and especially if somebody's been, a, been arrested far from the scene and, and they've been arrested on description of clothing and things like that. Again, it's very easy to arrest them, and like you say. Um, the police won't want to sort of release these details, especially if, if they've got it wrong and, and perhaps they're waiting for some confirmation. Um, it, it is quite strange that we haven't heard uh, by now um, why why this, they think this has happened and who these people are. And, and I think that would play into very much your comments there. Is that, you know, perhaps the police aren't sure about who they've got and why they, you know, what the evidence is they've got against them. Based on your experience, David, uh, in, in your investigations of, of, of terrorist attacks or alleged terrorist attacks, what's, what's going on right now with, uh, in, in, with police right now? What are they doing? Well, the, the first thing that they want to deal with is, is, is the shame. Um, they obviously want to deal with the, the dead and the wounded um, and, and, and sort of try and gain as much evidence as they can from the locality. Um, you know, they perhaps like the shell cases that are lying around. They want to know the, the type of weapons being used if they don't already have it. Um, they, will, they want to know the, the uh, direction of travel to the scene um, so they can collect CCTV of the suspects before they arrived. Um, they can collect uh, cell site data, things like that, and, um, and a lot of other things, electronic data they can find. So try and establish who they are. And then once, once they, these people have fled the scene, if that's what's happened, they haven't been arrested, they will, again, they want, want, they want to know their direction of travel and try and look at the, the places they've, they've traveled between because there'll be all sorts of things that, that will fall off of a suspect as he's running down the street, you know, or he might discard things, things like weapons, 
um, or identification, you know, because that may, that may be the other the other problem with this is that the two people they've got. I know there's some speculation they had local accents as well, um, but, but again, they, they could be. They don't know who they've got until they know who they've actually arrested. They've discarded all of their identification. They may be waiting for uh, for that. Is there a, a, a supposition at this stage, David, that these two acted alone, or, or is the supposition quite the opposite, that they think they could be part of a network? Where, where are police, th- where are their heads right now? Well, I think um, it, generally in what we find in terror attacks, I mean, the, the term lone wolf is, is banded about a lot because it's, um, it's, it's much easier to sort of uh, to digest for people. You know, somebody just decided to get a gun and, and go and shoot some people in a mosque. Um, and, but the, the reality is that, that these things are very complex. Um, there's lots of uh, interactions and, and relationships between people which um, who encourage this sort of thing. Um, and for whatever motives, you know, there, there are a whole a whole host of motives. That, you know, this, this this could just be a criminal attack for some reason. You know, there, there could be a, a, this could have been somebody in the mosque that they were targeting in particular, but they wanted to make it look like something different, so they killed others. This could be a, a, a you know a, a right wing attack. Um, somebody that's playing right down the road with with, with Trump and and all, all that's going on in the US. Um, this this could be um, this could be a sectarian attack, as I said earlier. It, it, it could be in any number of things. Um, and this, but whatever whatever the motive is, it's very unusual for people to to act alone and to act on their own. Um, they, there's all sorts of relationships which help them, you know, where they source their weapons from, where they source some money, if they if they carried out surveillance on this particular place, you know, to know what time their prayer times are, um, to know which particular night has the most most number of visitors, you know, any of those things, I, I don't know the answer to. But, um, but if you were carrying out attack, that's the sort of thing that would, would be done. And, and, and those sorts of things require finance, they require skills, uh, and, and you, you don't usually acquire that yourself on your own. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.